Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello and welcome. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast. This is the place where busy women leaders come and get the tips, tools, and techniques that they need to create more success in their leadership with less sacrifice in their life. And today, a very important topic, how to deal with emotional stress at work. I know a lot of us are feeling it. So stay tuned. You know, we all know that feeling of relief when we walk out the door of our workplace and we leave all the stress behind. Well, some days we leave all the stress behind. But even on the days where we feel that we've left the stress behind, that stress doesn't disappear just because we walked out of the building or down the hallway. Persistent stress can lead to chronic stress, can lead to physical symptoms in the body, everything from headaches to very serious diseases. And that's why it's so important to learn how to deal with emotional stress at work because it's not going away and you have to have the tools to handle it. And believe me, this isn't a one size fits all approach either because different things work for different people. So I'm going to share today what has worked for me. Now, there are some general tips that can help anyone deal with emotional stress a little better at work. So first and foremost, It's important to become aware of your thinking throughout the day. Your thoughts lead to your feelings. Your feelings, when you don't do anything with them, are leading to your stress. So where do your thoughts go? And one of the easiest ways to do this is to monitor your feelings because they're tied together. So for example, what's going on around you if you're feeling frustrated? What are you thinking about? Catching yourself in that moment, having that self-awareness is huge. So if a person or a situation triggers you, you've likely been down this road before because when you have an immediate reaction to someone or something, it's a pattern of thinking and feeling that you've created. And now you're familiar with it and it runs on automatic pilot. So essentially you are conditioning yourself to repeat it. Okay. Your energy flows where your attention goes. And if your thoughts are on this, then that's what you're putting energy into. And why do we do this to ourselves? Well, it's because how we are hardwired. You know, we make habits of the things that we repeatedly do. We also make habits of the things that we repeatedly feel and we repeatedly think. So don't judge yourself. It's just, it's what you know how to do. But now that you're aware of it, it's time to interrupt the pattern especially if you would like to have a less uh, stressful reaction. So yes, please, right? So ask yourself, who am I being in this moment? So when this feeling is coming up, when you're feeling yourself being stressed, who are you being in this moment? Pay attention to what your answer is. Is it an empowered answer or is it a disempowered answer? Um, are you having experiencing self-doubt? Are you being the victim in a situation? Um, have you given your power away? So pay attention. Stop, dig under the surface, and figure out who you are being in this moment. And then to interrupt the pattern, ask yourself, what do you want instead? 
Now this may seem like a really small shift, but I'm promising you it is a very powerful shift and it can make a, di a big, big difference in how you feel. So for example, if you are dreading going into a meeting because you're worried about what will be said, then, you know, pay attention to that disempowering thought and instead focus on the, um, what it is that you would like to create. And maybe the thought becomes, okay, I'm looking forward to going to this meeting because I want to know more about the project. I've got curiosity about what it is I'm going to learn. You've created a vision, okay, of what it is that you want instead. So now put energy into that vision. Second tip, our emotions are trying to tell us something. That's the whole thing, is that we feel these emotions for a reason. So the next time you're feeling stressed, Try to listen to what your emotions are telling you. Likely, there's some underlying thoughts or beliefs about yourself that are contributing to it. So maybe it's a, a grudge against a coworker or a boss. Maybe it is self-doubt about um, your abilities. Either way, it's a sign, okay? The emotions are a sign that we need to make a change because you always have a choice in how you react to people in situations. So, you know, maybe you're feeling like you're under a lot of pressure to succeed, that you've got to come through. And sometimes that pressure can feel really overwhelming. It can cause you to do things like ignore your boundaries and give more and more and more of yourself until you're depleted. So if you're finding that your emotions are particularly intense at work, it might be time to look at your boundaries or maybe lack thereof. See what needs to be reinforced. So you get to choose yourself. No one else is going to do it for you. Now, you might not be able to control everything that happens at work as much as you'd like to, and I get that because, believe me, I've got a control freak flag that flies at full mast many times, but what you do have control over is your reaction and your perspective to people and situations. Third tip, take some time for yourself and figure out what it is that you need to do to forgive, to release, to let go. This is entirely for you and what needs to happen if you want to move on. This is the inner work, which means that you've got to give yourself the space and the grace to do it. If you just go on going on being busy, you know, hanging your badge of honor around your productivity and you don't give yourself any time to do this inner work, to figure out how you're being triggered, to figure out how your thinking is contributing to what you're feeling how the excess of feelings that's not being dealt with is contributing to your stress, to the physical symptoms. Believe me, it, it's so worth it to take this time. And it might take a little while, but trust me, it is very, very worth it. So when we are stressed, we are often holding on to something that we need to let go of. So emotions. Emotions are energy in motion, okay? And if we are holding on to them, then we are destined to feel them again and again and again because we're not letting them go anywhere. So emotions are meant to be experienced and then let go of. They are not meant to be ignored, stuffed down, or powered through. Otherwise, we're not doing anything with them. We feel them for a reason and suppressing them only makes things worse in the long run. So get in the habit of becoming aware of when you are feeling something and you know you need to release it. It's holding you back. It's keeping you stuck in the past. It's keeping you anchored to a situation that has happened instead of letting you reorient 
to the future or the present moment and what it is that you want instead. So, you know, pay attention to the negative baggage that you're carrying around. It feels heavy. That's an indicator. So I've got a go-to process that I have created. It's part of a meditation playlist that I've created for you. And I'd love for you to download it. Uh, And I'm going to put this in the show notes so you can find them there. So remember, we feel what we feel for a reason. Our emotions are trying to tell us something. That is our inner wisdom, our inner guidance trying to come out. And we can learn more about ourselves and what we need to do to feel our best by listening to them. So also think about people, right? A lot of times when we get triggered, it's because of other people. So if you see the same person the same way every time, you've likely labeled them that way in your mind. And now... Your mind is conditioned to identify them that way and react to them the same way. So if you've got a person that just makes your blood boil, and now as soon as you see them, you can feel your blood pressure coming up, that reaction is something that you have conditioned yourself to feel. Okay, that's how our brain works. It's efficient. It likes to find a way to do something that's easy until it becomes a habit. And yes, our thoughts and our feelings become habits too. But it's not necessarily the best experience for you. If the other person twists you up, you are the one that are holding the short end of the stick. They win. Okay? Likely, they don't even know that they're twisting you up. And if they start to produce that sort of reaction within you, then there's something inside of you that it's reacting with. That's where the work lies. You can't change anybody else. You can only change what it is that you're experiencing. And a tool that I love to do this is the process of Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono is the Hawaiian forgiveness process. And it's a process that I learned as part of my HUNA study. So HUNA is a Hawaiian spiritualism. It is around energy and how we use energy, short version of energy to heal self and to heal others. And ho'oponopono is the forgiveness process. Ho'o means to make. Pono means right. So ho'oponopono means to make doubly right. Now that does not mean that it's more right on one side than it is on the other. Um, Forgiveness is about you. So when it comes to the people that trigger you, step on your last nerve, right? Get under your skin, push all your buttons, then forgiveness is the tool to learn. So forgiveness allows you to let go of the emotions that make you feel awful. Forgiveness is the way that you get to get unstuck because you are no longer anchored to the past. Forgiveness empowers you to live your life and navigate your career and your life on your terms. So forgiveness isn't about who was right and who was wrong. It's not about saying what happened is okay. It might not be. But forgiveness is about getting you unstuck from that energy that is keeping you trapped. Okay? To let it go. It's about healing for you so that you can move forward. Now, I also have a Ho'oponopono meditation that I've recorded. And I would love to share that with you. You can download it. Again, I'm going to put the link in the show notes so that you can do that. So you can forgive and you can move on. So I hope that this podcast episode is going to provide you some clarity and peace 
throughout your day today so that your mind isn't constantly thinking about the past or the future, worrying about what could have been or what will be. Instead, I am wishing you the clarity of the present moment so that you can focus on you and what you want to have happen right now. So until the next time, here is wishing you all the clarity that you deserve. Take care and bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life, visit gettingtoclaritypodcast.com.